Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 263. Uh, this is this is the final podcast before Christmas, so hopefully you've been good and you get all of the uh, gaming-related paraphernalia that you want from Santa Claus. Um, have you been good, Cole? No. No. No, it's okay. Like, I still got you something. There you it's, go. Yeah, so it's, it's alright. How about you, Dylan? Were you, were you good this year? I think so. I would believe that. Dylan Dylan seems like he's a, a, a pretty good kid. Like Santa's yeah. not gonna skip him over. Yeah. 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 Any who uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing today. We've got uh, we've got a new patron. We'll talk about that. That's very exciting. Uh, we got news. Ubisoft is I mean <laughs> you'll be shocked to hear that having a company that is under like eight lawsuits and had to fire a bunch of people because they're terrible. Apparently, eventually that leads to people quitting. I you'll be shocked to find out. Really? Uh, but it's it's apparently real bad at Ubisoft right now. Um, Nintendo's actually planning on having overloaded servers on Christmas. So this uh, we'll talk about that and just like a general like Christmas PSA that I try and get every year. Uh, Hades is the first video game to win a Hugo Award. Uh, video games could make you an Olympian. Um, probably some natural talent would help too, but video games could could get you there in a pinch. Maybe uh, we're going to talk about NFTs a little bit because there's nothing that makes me ragier. And North America has its sort of video game union, which is pretty cool. It'd be cooler if it was a company I'd heard of. But Baby Steps. Uh, we got questions from Monotone Screaming Prime Fan. I'm hoping there's some other ones here in the Discord. Maybe uh, someone should text Vinny and see if he has a has a question. If not, maybe there's just two questions this week. Uh, Prime Fan asked as two, so I guess we've got three total. That's that's plenty of questions. Uh, oh, Rich asked a third question. Question. Uh, not not rich that does our website. Other rich wants to know how long it'll be until I move back to Seattle. It's snowing there currently, so I'm good. Uh, we got some cheap free games. Actually, not really, um, but I thought I'd go over the ones that came out this week because there were a lot of them, and I don't want you to miss any. Uh, Epic's giving away a free game every day, but we don't know what they are, so we can't really talk about that. We got a little bit of Nintendo Online news though, so we'll you know we'll do that. It'll be good. Uh, this might be a quick one. We'll see. Sometimes I say that, yeah, some, sometimes I say it'll be a quick one, and then we end up talking about something for three hours, so who knows. Anyway, Dylan, why don't you, what do you want to say about Wild Rift? Um, I have played it a lot more than I had the first time I talked about it last week. Um, Are you just sitting at work playing a video game on your phone? No, I'm not working, so I'm just sitting at home. <laughs> playing um, it on your phone, all right. Right. Um, and... Mostly, I've just reinforced that I think I like this better than normal League of Legends. That's so um, awesome. And maybe that's just because I was not good enough at League of Legends. But at the same time, the the kind of like quality of life and kind of UI things that League of Legends doesn't have, I very much like them um and some of the things i might mention probably won't make sense unless you're familiar with like mobas or um um that sort of thing if you're not familiar with the game or have watched it you might not know the lingo but um simple things like um you have your minions coming down the lane and the enemy has minions. And if you're, if you deal the last hit on the minion, right, you get gold. 
Um, so that's kind of the first phase of the game is like you you fight the minions and you get gold and stuff. No, remind me, minions are, are AI controlled, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in Wild Rift, I think I've noticed that there is fewer minions. So rather than like waves of three, I think like three, like you'd have three little like sword and shield minions and like three mm-hmm. little spellcaster ones. Now it's like, I think it's just four total. Sure. So it's like two of each. So the numbers are just smaller, which again, like I think everything is just a little smaller. I think the map's tiny, smaller, um, everything they've kind of just shrunk down and it, it therefore increases the speed of the game. Um, Gus, can you stop? He's being a. a we jerk. will always, um, always take a break for Gus. Um, but little things like if you're, there will be a little like highlighted circle, and I don't, I don't think this was really in League of Legends. I could go back. Maybe they've added some features that make um, things a little easier. But it'll highlight the minion that you will attack if you click auto attack, right? Oh, and just little things like that, where it's like, I know what I am targeting if I hit the attack button. It's not necessarily just the closest one. Sure. And it also prioritizes minions that have lower health. So it makes it easier to do the last hitting, which is kind of a pain in the butt when you're trying to kind of learn the game is like, you got to focus on like, waiting for the right moment okay now i'm gonna attack that to do the last hit right yeah yeah, um and this makes it a lot easier and also there's like a little cue on the health bar for the minions and it's like now is the appropriate time to attack because it has low enough health so it's not just you're gonna hit it it's gonna have one health left and then you're not gonna get the gold from it so it 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 has a little like tick mark on it that i think is around that but it also will turn white when they have really low health and it's like, hey, hit this one. Um, and there's a lot of little stuff like that that just makes, visually helps you understand what is happening on the screen. Sure. Rather than just having to be very dexterous and be able to click on everything all the time and hit this minion, which I get that. Some people like that. I don't like that. I, no. I would rather... I'd rather learn the advantages and disadvantages of champions and then work on using their abilities rather yeah, than yeah, some yeah. of the minutiae and the really like small details um, and that kind of stuff. And maybe that's what separates like League of Legends on a really competitive level, and that's fine. But for me to enjoy the League of Legends that I want, like this is exactly perfect. Um, and... Um, I even find myself playing champions and the roster of champions is not as big of as League of Legends yet. They've not sure. added all the champions. I assume they plan on doing that. Um, but there are ones that I like to play that aren't available yet, that sort of things. But I've also played some that I had never um, maybe because they looked more challenging or difficult because yeah. they kind of do rate them and they're like this is like a one two or three difficulty champion because they have more intricate abilities rather than just a big sack of hit points with a big sword um but i found myself trying other champions and like kind of like 
just because they've kind of simplified what's going on around you, I can focus on just like playing it and because it makes some of the stuff a little bit easier, it it's just more fun to me. Um, yeah. And most of the time, like the games are pretty good. Um, I've not really started playing the ranked mode yet. I'll probably start doing that soon just because I think it, I don't, it might suck more. I don't know. The only, the only problem I've noticed is um, occasionally you're matched up with someone who just doesn't follow what their um, role is. And by that, I mean, so if you go into just a quick match, you will put each of the five positions in an order of your priority. Mm-hmm. Generally, you get the one that's on the top. You you're you'll get the one that you've preferenced most of all. Sure, that makes sense. Sometimes you'll get the second one. Rarely will it go down to like the third or fourth, and it's never put me on the fifth one, um, <laughs> which is fine. Like maybe I want to play this role, but I don't mind playing a game or two on my second priority. However, every once in a while you get in a game and they just ignore it and they just go to the different lane, which really screws the game up for everyone because they've picked a champion to play a specific role and then some guy just decides to go in your lane and then completely just leave their lane open. Oh. So, and that happens. For whatever reason, when that happens, we still end up winning. I don't know how um maybe the other team gets overconfident and you end up just smashing them anyway but um so that's kind of weird i don't know why when it assigns you a role you just can't play that for a game um maybe that doesn't surprise me at all because people suck but (laughs) not most people there's just enough people that suck that every once in a while one out of the five people on your team decides that they have to be a jerk um and then they start pinging you like you're supposed to get out of the lane, and it's like, yo, you were the one. You're the one on the wrong assignment here. Um, so that's it, kind of weird. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, like you don't have to worry about too much. People don't have a keyboard right in front of them, so they're not just <laughs> just being toxic the whole time yeah, you're playing, which is nice. kind of nice. It kind of has that. You're just playing with anonymous people and the stakes are really low. Every once in a while you have somebody in the chat. But generally it's like when someone on your team is really like being a jerk like that, that someone actually takes the time to hit the little chat thing, get their on-screen keyboard on their phone and go tick 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 and right? So like it takes a lot more to get someone to put in that effort. But but there's always some jackass who will, right? Right. So, although all, pretty overall, it's a pretty solid experience, though, and I'm still very impressed that you can have such a, I don't know, big kind of complex game work so well and on a phone. arguably maybe better on a phone. Um, and I actually started, I tried, I was playing on my phone, and then I was like, I'm going to try it on the iPad um, just because there's a little bit more screen to look at because the phones and I have a iPhone mini. So it's not the bigger. I I think if I had the bigger one, which I'm not going to get just for the sake of playing a single game, because I 
don't really care for the bigger phones. Yeah. Um, I think that would probably be a little bit better size, but because the phone screen's fairly small, it's kind of hard to see the whole map. But when I'm playing on the iPad, uh, some of the abilities are a little far away to poke. Um, but overall, like the visual scale of it, I think is better. Um, and it works pretty well on my iPad and you can actually adjust performance settings to be like frame rate or performance. So interesting. It was hard. The res, if it was on make the game look pretty, it had a hard time running on my iPad's fairly old at this point, not that old, but, and I put it on performance to get 60 frames and it's held there you can't even visually tell much of a difference. I don't know what it, what it changed, um, but it runs pretty well. And I've actually enjoyed kind of playing it on the iPad. Um, Maybe an iPad mini would be the perfect wild rift device. I might have to get an iPad mini just for that. (laughs) I always wanted one because I think I'd like reading on it a little bit better too, just because the, the full size iPads a little unnecessary. Um, as a reader, um, I like it for web browsing or maybe watching a YouTube video, but um, I, I think reading-wise and Wild Rift-wise, I think the iPad mini would be would be the, the pick. Full-size iPads are dangerous to read on because I fall asleep I, when reading and then absolutely. drop a full-size iPad on my face and right. it really hurts. Like, it does. You I've don't think about how time. heavy those are until one just flops yeah. right under your nose. I, I used got to do that all the time with my Kindle. Oh, I the worst I ever did is I I was holding my iPad and I like felt myself fall asleep and drop my iPad so I tried to dodge out of the way but I was still asleep so I slammed my head into my headboard and then bounced forward into my iPad as I hit me right. in the face I'm like ow everything hurts now yeah. it was not it was not good I don't I don't read on my iPad in bed anymore it's just not safe yeah that's funny uh, that sounds really cool Dylan actually I'm uh, I, I've never been a MOBA person, but I kind of want to try it. it, um, it it's probably worth trying. Then you would be like, oh, I, I've played a MOBA before now. Like, I, <laughs> I've tried it. You might still hate it. You might be like, that's fun, but not my thing. But at least, yeah. you, like, you've, at least you've tried it. Are, and the, are the rounds a little shorter? Definitely. See, that appeals to me because like, the 45-minute um, to 60-minute like, round time is too much. I would guess probably twice as fast would be my guess that's perfect so if it's a long game it might be 25 minutes maybe um and and the games don't drag on the same way um generally if you start getting ahead the game will end one way or the other um I feel like it's it's a little easier to come back, and maybe that's just because I'm playing quick quick play rounds. Um, but I've noticed a lot of games, even though we're down ten kills or whatever, which yeah. pretty much equates to a gold disadvantage. Um, so when you start getting ahead in kills, it creates a snowball because the other team has more money, buys better items, right? Sure, but that does not seem to matter nearly as much. Um, I've noticed I've won quite a few games that we've been down ten or fifteen kills. Interesting. Um, and that might just be because it's quick play. I don't know if that's going to happen as much in a higher ranked game. Maybe, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Um, but I think also just because everything is a little bit smaller and faster, 
if you make that good defense and you kind of wipe out the other team, you're able to push into their base pretty quickly. Sure. Um, and this is just kind of my hypothesis. Cause I actually don't know if it's smaller. It feels smaller. It feels like you move around the map a little bit quicker and everything. So, sure. um, but all in all, I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit and I love being able to play it on the couch and not have to sit at the computer, right. which is not my favorite posture to like, try to play a game like, Hmm, click, 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 click. Um, so it, I like the casualness of it and I've played with my buddy a few times and, and it's, it's pretty fun. So, um, do you when you play with your friend? Do you do you play like do you throw up like some sort of team chat? Do you like call each we, other? First we haven't or? yet. Haven't um, yet? I would consider it though. I think there's a voice chat built in if you want to use it. I'm, I have not tested it, so. Um, but. I'm there. I'm. I'm literally. am installing it as we speak. So if if I suddenly start being like not very yeah. uh responsive it's because i'm playing wild, wild rift, rift instead of podcasting okay. so yeah how about you oh cole what have you been playing gosh my cats are going crazy i <laughs> love it what are they doing cat things anyway. i um am still occasionally playing halo it's still good um i got to a part that was more um tunnel like kind of shooting rather than open world and i will say that like i did not like that nearly as much so like the first like two hours are kind of that like you're on a spaceship wander around and shoot bad guys um and i'm like yeah and then it got in the open world and i'm like oh this is awesome and then i went back into a thing i'm like i just don't like this as much i don't know um It's still it's still really fun. I still have no idea what's going on in the uh, the story. They keep like yeah. bringing up things. I'm like, I'm sure this is supposed to be something, but yeah. it's like I don't know if you just read like the third Wheel of Time book and we're just like, okay, I guess we're here. <laughs> like I have no idea who these people are. I know who Master Chief is and Cortana, and that's it. Um, all that's these enough. other people are new. Um, that's all you need to know. Uh, the only other thing I dislike about that game, and I mean, I know it's like part of like Halo games, is that here's your, you know, standard issue rifle. It's going to run out of ammo, and then you have to pick up, you know, Ugh. bad guy guns. And I'm like, right. I, I hate don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't like these guns. But to me, it's such a weird, like, thing. Um, from the standpoint of, like, the feel of guns is so important to how much I enjoy a game and being able to customize a gun I like is so important to a game being able to like, and I think the thing is, is I, especially in a shooter, I will often find a gun and use it long past. Yeah. It is the oh, time I, where I, I should probably be using a better gun. Uh, Mass Effect Cliff. Well, that was a different <laughs> problem, but, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I will find a gun I like and that does a job and then go like, ah, oh, man, I hate getting rid of this gun because I I like it. I like how it feels. I like how it shoots. I like the sight on it, you know, whatever. And so, like, all of a sudden, I'm, I, I really dislike when I have to pick up a bad guy gun that I don't know how it works or is not very good or, like, oh, sweet, I've got that one that shoots little teeny bullets out of a glove. I, yeah, I, I, I the one thing I will say is that 
that is a problem, but not nearly as big of a problem as yeah. I think it was in the other Halos. Like, I have been able to maintain the gun I want for most of the game, but there are still times where I'm like, Ugh. but the good thing is because there are like, uh, like kind of, you know, bases you can go to, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. always respawn guns there. So even if you're doing like a mission and have to pick up some stupid gun you don't like, you can sure. always, once you're done with that mission, go back and get a new, yeah. new gun. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about, um, the one game you've been playing and then we can go and talk about the game that we've both been playing. Yeah. I, I put some more time into far cry. It's still fine. Um, like my only real complaint about it is that it's, it's a far more generic shooter than any of the games. I, I so here's the problem. The only far cry games I played far cry three, a little bit, Far four. Cry four, four a little bit, and I played a lot of Far Cry Five. Like I played a lot of Far Cry Five, and Far Cry Five was just interesting. Like there was weird characters. There was like so many weird characters. Like the the remember the like super foul mouth lady that would fly around in her helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was really interesting, and the weird dude from the CIA or whatever was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, the bad guys were interesting in a really unhinged sort of way, but you know, like, and then there's Herc, and there's that game just has a lot of personality, um, and like I've talked about before, like a lot of just where physics collide kind of stuff, and Far Cry Six doesn't have that, or at least doesn't have that yet, and so it becomes a far more just like I'm shooting things, and that's fine. Like I, I don't, I don't dislike it. But it's not as, like, Far Cry 5 was comical. There was weird, wacky stuff happening all the time. You were, you know, doing mini games where you were following, uh, like, a daredevil and trying to redo his, you know, stuff. And, and this just doesn't have that. It doesn't have... It doesn't have, I haven't hit any of like the hunting quest. There's no like, like there, there does appear to be things you can hunt and you get skins for them, but you just trade it for money. Um, I haven't hit any of the like hunting side quests yet. And I don't know if it's just that I'm not as far into it as I think I am. And maybe I just haven't found these things yet, but it's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of generic. Um, but it's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not having a bad time playing it. I'm just not. For a game that I looked really forward to for a number of years, it's not like wowing me. It's just kind of like, oh, this is a this is a game where I shoot things, and that's that's fine. So yeah, I don't know. So you, let's talk about Anvil. You, well, just one. You know what you should try the DLC. Yeah, I know that yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, 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 but I've heard nothing but good things about the Voss uh, DLC. Huh. It turns like the like not that game, but like the DLC is almost like a vague roguelike first person shooter oh interesting um, yeah where you're trying to get through it and when you die you go back to the start but like if you've collected certain guns you get to keep it and things like that but you've got to start over it's, yeah maybe uh, i will it we'll sounds see. real interesting uh we played it's one of those games oh. I, I what i will say is it's one of those games where i'm glad i didn't pay 60 dollars for it but I kind of wish I'd paid like twenty five instead of forty. <laughs> um, my 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 following my gut of not paying full price for that game paid off. So anyway, um, let's before we talk about Anvil, I do absolutely want to talk about Anvil um, because it's very like very hours. very good. Say that again. I do for like hours. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, but I, I, you know, Colby shouted this out last week, kind of at the end of the podcast. But I need to we need to talk about Xbox like cloud streaming a little bit more. Um, not to your phone, but specifically streaming games to your Xbox. Um, any, I think any Game Pass game can be streamed yep. this way now. Yep. Um, and so Colby hit me up on Saturday or Sunday, whatever, said, hey, let's play Anvil. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to download that. And he's like, I told you to download it. I'm like, yeah, I forgot, whatever. I'm like, it's 10 gigs. Ugh. Like 10 gigs is not a long time, but it's still probably 20 or 30 minutes of downloading. And so I'm like, well, let's try... Let's see what happens if I stream it over the internet and play it co-op with you at the same time over the internet. And my God, it was like, I'm not going to say it was flawless. I'm not going to say it was perfect. I'm not going to say it was exactly like installing the game and playing it. But like with the exception of some kind of minor screen tearing and probably a, a, if you're one of those people that boots up a game and are pissed if it doesn't hit 60 frames a second on every single frame or, you know, pissed that it's not running at exactly 4K, it's probably not for you. But if you're the kind of person that's like, hey, I don't want to wait a half hour to play a video game with a friend and I can just boot it up and play it over the internet, it's incredible. I played that way for probably two hours and except for some minor screen tearing and fidelity, it was it was great. And it worked yeah. perfectly. It's I, I'm shocked at how good it is. It's absolutely like I don't I don't want to say like a game changer, but kind of. Like I, I when I think about amazing. it like it's amazing. I downloaded hundred and twenty five gigs of ARC to see if I liked it yeah. and played it for ten minutes and went, I don't think this is for me. Um, yeah, well, I mean, right now I want to play Halo Infinite, but I don't have the hard drive space for it. I'm probably just going to stream stream it because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm just I'm shockingly impressed by it. It's yeah. really good, and it's there's no setup. It's literally go to the Game Pass app on your Xbox and say stream this game instead of installing it. It's and it all the cloud servers for XCloud now are Xbox Series X's, so it's probably actually. Like your your load times will be faster probably loading it via the cloud than they would be installing it. I don't know. I've got an old school Xbox hanging around here somewhere, like an OG Xbox One, and I want to boot it up and try it out and see how it runs because in theory it should run pretty good. So I yeah. you know I would love to see someone who has a, a Series S or, no, I've got or an S in my a One S. Yeah, try yeah. it out because I mean. It's it's just amazing. I'm, I'm super happy with it. So, anyway, but let's talk about Anvil because that game's dope. I love Anvil. Um, I want to become Anvil's, like, I don't know. Um, An Anvil evangelist? No, no. What are the things that uh, the, they pay a bunch of money for? Oh, like uh, an influencer. An influencer. I want to become an Anvil influencer because I have put, let's see, I started playing it last week. Did I, did I, did I talk about it last week? I don't think so. I mean, if I did, I had just started it, and I have put two, 30 hours into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, it's a roguelike, um, which usually just I'm like, I'm out. Um, yeah, same. And there's just something about this one that makes it so I'm like, nope, nope, I'm in. Um, it's also vaguely, uh, wh- what's Overwatch? A hero? What are those called? 
Yeah, like a, I mean, it's kind of like a MOBA or a hero shooter. Yeah, like that kind yeah. of where, you know, you have different people who, you know, like different... Different abilities. Abilities different, and stuff yeah. like that. It, it has that element to it. Um, and so, like, I've been playing with all sorts of different, you know, guys and... and but it's also to, got kind of a boss rush thing going on, uh-huh. too. Yeah. And, like, it is fun. Um, I finally beat the first galaxy with Elsa today. I was pretty excited about that. My wife was less impressed. So you mean like the queen of of ice from the Disney movie? No, she's the the one that you play as that has the giant worm that comes out. Um, (laughs) So, like, I guess to back up a smidge, like, the way the game works is you you choose a character, um, and those characters, starting out, you have three or two? Two or three? Something like that. Three characters. So there's, there's... three different classes there's like a soldier class a heavy tank class and then like a kind of light class that also can sometimes be a healer um and then within those there's so there's 12 people all together so there's four different uh like people in that you know that all have kind of different you know things um and it kind of depends on which guns they can use yeah different abilities yeah, but but you you go in and then you just load into the first world and the worlds aren't procedural exactly, but you take different routes through them. Is that is that how? It works? Yeah, so it's like a, a big world that has m- like a bunch of different routes, and it'll just randomly. So like, let's say you know you have one room and there's four exits. One run you might go to the right. One run you might go to the left. Um, and from there you you know there's say there's three exits. You know you might go up, you might go down, you might go left from there, and it'll sometimes change every pretty much every time. Um, yeah. And then you you know like on a normal level you're just kind of killing bad guys and they're kind of like mm. bugs and robots and yeah. you know they have interesting special abilities. Um, and then you're collecting money i guess to help you buy relics. upgrades to your character which are yeah. relics um and so like every stage has one or more relics in every it. stage has yeah one or more like places to buy relics and you yeah. usually get enough money on that stage to at least buy one yeah. so you can either buy one or save your money and go to the next one and possibly buy two buy but you can two. also come back if you want like yeah. you can go back to a different stage and go like well maybe i do want that or yeah. i didn't get enough money because some of them cost 120 some of them cost 180 and i really want that 180 so you come back to that and get the you know 180 but it's interesting because like a, a relic essentially might be um i you know i ignore 40 percent of damage or i might do 40 percent more damage or mm-hmm. i might get 40 percent more health and those stack i just um, got so the, one infinite ammo it is the greatest thing ever yeah I've had, i got infinite ammo too it was really interesting or no reload i guess yeah you got no yeah. reload i got yeah. infinite ammo there's no yeah. <laughs> and so you know, you'll beat the first one and then you'll fight a boss and the bosses are randomized among a set of X, you know, there might yeah. be a handful there's, of different I ones. I want to say there's like six or seven bosses. Yeah, and they each have their own attacks and they each, you know, have different ads and they each have different strategies used to fight them. And depending um, on where you... So you, there's in the first... First galaxy, there's five levels and in the next one, there's seven. And depending yeah. on where you get the boss, they'll be different. So you get a boss on the second and generally fourth or fifth level. Yeah. Um, the one on the second level will have two um, shields that you have to go through. And every time you break one of their shields, they go into a different 
like mode mode yeah. um and so the one on the fifth has four shields i believe and so they'll go into four different modes that you have to recognize and learn and figure out how to beat yeah it's so so once you beat the first is is there any point in this where you don't have to play from the start every time um, well, I mean, once you beat the first um, galaxy, you can just automatically always go to the second galaxy. Okay, so you can once you've beat the first five levels, you can mm-hmm. always go immediately to the second, to the second seven. Yep. Yep. And you've never beat the second seven. No, no I've gotten yeah. to the sixth level, and by that time, I'm pretty sure I need a second player just yeah. because I can't do enough damage. You're, the, the bad guys will gain levels over time, and it's all timed. The, the five levels or the seven levels you do is constantly timed, and so you know they just See, gain levels as the timer goes. Uh, so the faster you can get to them, the easier they are. Uh-huh. But yeah, like, there's still like, you know, you can't just, I mean, I'm sure you can speed run it, but like, yeah. you're still taking, you know, between 10 and 12 minutes to get yeah. to whatever level. And so they're always like, I, I think I got to it where they were level like 68 bad guys or something. And wow. I was just like, I couldn't, do I couldn't enough do enough damage to, to yeah. yeah, not just get swarmed. But it's really fun co-op. Um, you can play it. So we've played it two-player, but you can play it up to four-player, correct? Mm-hmm. So the first galaxy, you can play it two-player. The, the th- second galaxy, you can play three-player. And the third galaxy, you can play four-player. That's so weird. Are, how many, are yeah. there only three sets of galaxies? Do you know? So far, I believe. Interesting. It is a game that's in early access. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting game because it literally crosses out every box that I normally say, uh-huh. ah, this game is not for me. Um, but you're having like, a oh, really a, good time playing it. Yeah. A twin stick roguelike. <laughs> yeah. Like, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really with giant bosses. I hate bosses. Uh-huh. Um, it's really weird. Uh, having a great time playing it though. So check it out. It's on Game Pass. Um, yeah. it's probably PC and. I think it's and just Xbox? Game Pass and Steam. Interesting. I don't know if it's on PS4. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anyone say anything about the PS4. I just hear people talk about Game Pass and Steam. Yeah, it's it's real good. I yeah. I would I would really recommend giving it a go. It's uh, I don't know, just different. It's just very very different. So worth worth playing. Uh, go go grab it. Listen, what yep. you think. Uh, all right. Next up, I gotta scroll to the top of our show notes. Ah, it's Patreon time. Uh, so Patreon is the way you can support this podcast monetarily. Put a little money in here so we can, you know, buy software and websites and all the stuff that we do to uh, keep you know it running on a week to week basis. I was in a conference call today, and it this happens to me not infrequently. But someone will go like, "Oh, that's a real nice mic. Are you a radio person?" I'm like, "No. Why would you think that? I'm <laughs> I'm on a call with you. <laughs> like if I was in radio, I'd be." This uh, is my day job. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird, but uh, like, off, like no, but I'm a podcaster, and they, they always want to know what my podcast was, and I'm like, oh, it's my podcast is about video games. And today, some guy's like, oh, I'm looking at your website right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> please don't. How is it? <laughs> and the answer is, it's okay. Like, if I had more time, it would be better, but it's okay. It's uh, pretty good for a. Uh, a, for uh, a podcast, it's like, and a yeah, 
it's it's not real good when you consider that At that's what scale. I do for a living. <laughs> um, but you know, hey, whatever. Uh, but we're not paying you to do it. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, Rich does a great job of keeping it updated. That's really the most important part. If you go there, you will find our most recent episode. Anyway, you know, like it costs me some money to keep that up and running. So that's still the kind of stuff that Patreon goes to. And the good news is I just found all our stickers. Like we we unpacked the box for stickers. So we're gonna do a big old send out of stickers. I've got Sticker the next like ten day off, ten days off. So I'll, we'll I'll send stick out a bunch it of stickers. It'll be great. See if I can find my my buttons too. I got buttons. Anyway, if you are a ten dollar a month patron, you uh, get your name shouted out. We have uh, two new two new patrons in the last two weeks. So we're you know we're, we're doing all right. Uh, we'll read your name: John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Rich Deacon, who is the fine gentleman who updates our website. I said that now with him being a, a patron, I can finally afford to pay the guy that uh, updates <laughs> our website for him. us. <laughs> Take said, patrons, cut off the top, and give it back to him. <laughs> he gives us $10. I give him back $9.10. <laughs> every week, every month, I just Venmo him. <laughs> Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, anyway, uh, if you would like to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We have a one, three, seven and $10 tier. One buck will get you early access to this podcast, which we record on Tuesdays now. And quite often the podcast goes up on Tuesdays, not every day. It kind of depends on how busy I am, but Tuesday, Wednesday. So you get it a little bit early and you get your own little private feed. So that's kind of fun, but, uh, you know, give us, give us a, give us a, a little bit of money if that's something you feel like doing. And if not, you can just listen for free forever. That's fine too. Uh, a couple more days to donate to Extra Life before the end of the year, uh, like somewhere between seven and nine, maybe maybe 10, depending on how months and days work. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. We can make $4,001 if you donate $1. Just, just think about that too. Anyway, Dylan, help. News. All right, so. Beep, 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 beep. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think one thing that has come out of like 2020, 2021 is that video game development is a dumpster fire and it keeps getting worse every single week. Um, And Ubisoft was one of the very first dumpsters to get on fire. I think that's how it works. Uh, So I don't... I haven't really thought about this much before now, but, you know, a dumpster fire is, is a phrase we use all the time, but do you think dumpsters are easy to light on fire? Like, if I just yes. throw if I just throw a match into a dumpster, yes. will it light? I think there's a reason we yeah. call them dumpster fires. It's just not common anymore, maybe. Maybe it Interesting. is. Interesting. There's a lot of stuff in dumpsters that'll light on fire. I'm going to start just throwing random matches into random dumpsters. Actually, I could never do that. Like, what? This is this is an aside to an aside, but when I worked at uh, Software Etc. back in the day, we we had to throw stuff into like a compacting garbage can, and I always had this like just small amount of dread every time I hit one of those. Like, what if someone's sleeping in there trying to stay warm? And I just like the last thing I you know hear is this no screaming My as they dad <laughs> was a garbage man and has definitely been there. Did he actually crush someone? No, oh. they <laughs> pumped out. But it's it's really common in recycle bins. Yeah, because yeah. they're not full of trash. Yeah. I just I I, I will also point warm. out that as someone who's tried to compact things, those compactors don't compact very well. <laughs> so you're saying I might just grievously injure someone? Not <laughs> I. You will I'm not like name you. One time they're you like, go throw away this kill. this grocery cart, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be awesome, and I threw it in, and mostly it just kind of pushed it, and I'm like, <laughs> that, was that was not awesome. That was anticlimactic. I gotta I, say. 
I used to like crushing uh, the like four foot long fluorescent light bulbs, mm-hmm. um, which is one of those things that you're like, ha how cool is this? Glass everywhere. And then I'm like, oh, wait, those are full of toxic chemicals, you say? <laughs> Breathe in that mercury. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, meh, I fine. think they're only full of it when they're new. Well, I guess we'll hope or that. Or they I, have more of it in there. I don't have appear to have any sort of terrible... It's okay. Like, One day you will implode and turn into a planet. Oh, is that good? You'll be Mercury, too. The cliff singularity is just... Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Anyway, uh, back to Ubisoft. Dumpster fire. They ended up like getting rid of three pretty important people off their staff. Um Ubisoft employees keep saying that, you know, it's not really getting any better here, people. So apparently um, people are just quitting. It's so bad they actually called it the Great Exodus. Like, that's how bad stuff is. Like, to put that into... It's biblical levels. (laughs) Right? (laughs) To put that into numbers, over the last 18 months, five of the top 25 credited people who worked on Far Cry 6 are gone, and 12 of the top 50 credited people on Assassin's Creed Valhalla are gone. (laughs) So, apparently there are so many people leaving, they can't rehire them fast enough. Um, and it's actually starting to affect project schedules. Like things are not getting finished at, at Ubisoft Studios because it's such a terrible place to work, and so people keep quitting. Um, like between it says between uh, two studios in Montreal and Toronto, sixty people have left in the last six months. Wow. Um, wow. I believe this is uh, Ubisoft might be what you call a, a sinking ship at this point. So uh, it's it's not. Not good. Um, they're claiming that the uh, LinkedIn reports their their current attrition rate at twelve percent, um, and Ubisoft's like, well, that's that's not as bad as it could be. Like Activision Blizzard's right now is sixteen percent. I just don't know if in a world what you really want to be comparing yourself to is Activision Blizzard. So I don't know. It's uh, it's just another just another weird thing in the, the realm of, of video games right now. None of them seem to be great. Uh, like we said earlier in the podcast, um, Nintendo is uh, actually expecting its servers to be overloaded over Christmas weekend. It went, happened last year where the eShops went down. Um, my kind of yearly PSA that I always send out to people is... If you're giving your kid or your siblings or your, you know, spouse or or whoever an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Switch, unwrap it right now. I mean, not right now. Finish listening to the podcast and then do this. Plug it in. Make sure it has all its updates. Make sure the batteries are charged. Any digital games that you're thinking about purchasing or installing... In, purchase them and install them on the system now so that whoever you're giving that gift to on Christmas morning doesn't open it up and go, oh, sweet, I've got 50 gigs of updates I have to do before I can actually use this present you gave me. Um, it's kind of the, I think when I was young, it was the the make sure you get batteries for everything, you know, buy a bunch of like double A's and, and C batteries so that you, know, you can actually play with your toys. Nowadays, just make sure that your stuff's charged. Make sure that everything you want to uh, install is there because, man, there's nothing worse than going to, you know, get a game or get something and then finding out that, you know, servers are down, um, you know, that you can't access the the games you're going to play with. Your kids or your, you know, whoever you're giving to is going to be very disappointed if that's the case. So do the right thing. Open it up. It's it's probably one of the rare presents that you should actually open up and uh, and play with beforehand. But now is the time to do it. Um, Nintendo just wanted to warn you, and and we do too. Uh, Hades. 
Hades is good. Uh, Colby didn't like it much, but that's okay. Um, I liked it a lot, but didn't beat it. Dylan, Dylan played. Dylan beat Hades back in the olden days, as I recall. Yeah, when there was only so much to beat. <laughs> <laughs> he pre-beat it. Um, it is officially the first video game to win a Hugo Award, which uh, honor the best works in science fiction and fantasy. Um, this is actually the first year that they've video games have been considered, so it's kind of one of those like somebody had to win the first one, but uh, it was it was Hades this year, and Hades has won a lot of things. Um, like I mean, it won a hundred Game of the Year awards or something, so pretty cool that they could do it. Apparently, it was up against uh, Animal Crossing's New Horizons Spirit Fair, which ugh, man. Like, Hades has got a really good story, and I like the way Hades presents its story, but Spiritfarer might have had yeah, a I, better story. I don't know, like, I, I guess it depends on how you judge your story. Is Hades better written than Spiritfarer? Perhaps. Is Spiritfarer a better story? Probably. Um, I'm just going to go then say, like, you know, Spiritfarer now doesn't have an award that's sponsored by Raytheon. So. Oh, yeah. that That is the, the kind of bummer is that this, they the Hugos were sponsored by Raytheon this year, which sounds like a behind the bastards joke to me, but <laughs> apparently it's actually just true. When you want to blow up a school bus in Yemen, Raytheon. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was also up for the award, and uh, The Last of Us 2, and Baseball. Oh, you haven't, I haven't played. I love that movie. That was back when Matt uh, Stone and Trey Parker were good. Right. Are you guys familiar with Blaseball? No. It's an online game. Um, (laughs) But it's, 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 it's a fantasy, like, so it's fantasy, like football, fantasy baseball, but with made up teams. Um, so you you run a fantasy league for a game that doesn't really exist with made up teams, and it's it sounds hilarious. I've never actually played it, but it's it's very meta. Very it sounds like it sounds so, like if you were playing like fantasy Calvin Ball. Is so here, here's a question: Couldn't I just play fantasy football since I know nothing about football or the teams playing, and pretty much pretend like you it's could, just made up? But baseball is actually really funny too. Like it's it's kind of punny and interesting and and goofy. I think it it really hit a weird part of the internet during the pandemic. Um, so I, I like I said, I've never done it, but I, I kind of I kind of like the idea of it. So anyway, Hugo. Raytheon Hades. That's that's the, the <laughs> sum up of this story. Uh, you wait. How do you say this guy's name? Usain Bolt. Is that is that how it is? Usain. Pronounced? Usain Bolt. Right. Yes. Did I say is. that right? Yes. Say say it out loud again. Usain. Usain. Okay. I Bolt. think I think it's I, Usain. I mean, I've heard it said. I mean, I've heard. I, I've, I, I've not heard him say it. So I'll be I honest. I always feel bad when I pull up one of these things. I'm like, I don't know that guy, especially because this dude is a very fastest man in the world. Yeah. Really, right. really, really fast and has a bunch of gold medals. <laughs> so I should probably know how to say his name, but I don't. And I feel terrible. Um, that being said, I've I, also heard it pronounced Usain Bolt. So yeah. okay. that I have, and I've 
Yeah. Super speedy Olympian man. Mr. Bolt. Mr. Oh, geez. Why didn't I just say Mr. Bolt? Um, that makes him sound like a really cool su- superhero. It doesn't make him sound like a superhero. It makes him sound like a Mega Man character. Yeah, well, you know, Mr. Mr. Metal. Mr. Mr. Bolt. <laughs> or a Bond villain, maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Bolt is uh, very, very fast. And what he said to an interview with the BBC, this this should, this this is, if your parents are saying, stop playing video games, you'll never become an Olympian this way. You, Please tell me Quop helped him. Please tell me Quop <laughs> helped him. I feel like it kind of helped my hunger, I would say, Mr. Bolt explained. You know what I mean? To always want to win. But I feel like it, in a way, kind of helped out with the track and field because now when you get on the track, you have the same mentality as when you're playing video games. You just want to win. So... Moral of the story, kids, is video games will make you an Olympian. Just yeah, ask it. Uncle Cliff. <laughs> or Mr. Bolt. I, excuse me, I'm going to go run now. <laughs> yeah. when, when Mr. Bolt runs, he doesn't jiggle like I do. So, <laughs> it's, What's the thing where on The Simpsons where they hit him? And he just, Look at that blubber fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're going to talk about NFTs for a little bit because... Every episode now, we have to. We have to talk about the blockchain, or we have to talk about Blizzard. There's just these are the rules, and I, I don't make them; I just follow them. Uh, last week, we talked about how Peter Molyneux was selling his soul uh, to make a new NFT game, where they're selling virtual plots of land that, like in 2022, at some point, you'll have a chance to improve or farm or something in order to make them worth more. This sounds more scammier than NFTs. I tell <laughs> like, you, man. They, they somehow, like, I don't know, if, if Eric Estrada was selling these late night on television, it would only make it slightly less scammier. There's no way I can say the word NFT without also saying, like... You want an, an NFT reverse mortgage? I yeah, think you can do that. Right? Or or some sort of like Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, anyway, um, you'll be happy to hear that it's already made, I think, $48 million, $53 million in virtual land with the... The best plot in the game selling for nearly $900,000. I don't buy that. <laughs> well, a bunch of people did call, so... <laughs> I would like to see receipts on this. Well, the good news, I, I, I will, yeah, I'm I, so happy to tell you, it's on the blockchain, so if you really want to go look, you can. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know. I like, something about this seems like real sketchy. Oh, oh really? I mean, Which part is like, it called? The well, buying I mean, like, virtual I, land? No, no, no. Like, just the like, hey, we put this up and we made like $48 million. I'm like, did you? This really. Did you really? This really has that kind of like early Kickstarter energy where like we made $50,000 and then the creators just all ghost. <laughs> well, to me, it, it, it seems more like the, you know, the guy who's like, Oh yeah, I sold this NFT for like, you know, $47 million. And it turns out he had just been like buying it from himself and to himself back and forth and back and forth <laughs> to like get the money up. It very much seems like I'm like, I, 
I don't. In in six months, you're gonna find out. Like, oh, actually, they sold one plot of land, mm-hmm. and you know, like kind of thing. I just like that it lets you open a blockchain business association, which to me sounds like the worst HOA you could possibly imagine. I don't know. So, does anyone listening? Uh, this is just an open call. If you have skills to do some sort of Ocean's Eleven style heist to free Ted Kaczynski with me. <laughs> didn't, they, 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 didn't they execute Ted Kaczynski? No, no. You're thinking of um, the the uh, Oklahoma City bomber. Oh, Ted yeah. Kaczynski's the Unibomber. Alive yeah, and yeah. well in the Colorado Supermax prison. It's just a state away from me, guys. I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have some things to say about NFTs. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will pay money to try just not be to in a incriminate room. yourself, Cole. <laughs> well, no, just to be in a room where someone sits down and explains NFTs to Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> you can make a Netflix documentary out of that. Mm-hmm. I would watch just, that. Just. Like, let's get David Lynch. Remember where he, he did, like, a movie where he interviewed a monkey about a murder? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want that, but him explaining NFTs to Ted Kaczynski. Man, I tell you, I want someone to sit down in a room with me and explain NFTs and and just try and make it make sense. Make it so it doesn't sound like some sort of, like, Tamagotchi slash Beanie Baby scam. Is If someone could just do that for me, it would be great. Um, so that was the that was the bad news for NFTs this week. There are two NFT good newses. Um, Stalker 2 developers uh, were going to add NFTs to Stalker 2. I don't know how. I don't care how. I'm sure there is an explanation for that. But apparently fans said, um, please don't in a very, very forceful way on social media. Cyberbullying works, people. <laughs> and so so the Stalker 2s have removed NFTs from their game. So, hey, win for people that don't want to burn down rainforests to make gifts. Um, also, uh, you remember Ubisoft was going to put like some sort of NFT helmets in their game where you had to play like 600 hours of the game to get one for free and then you owned that helmet forever or something? Um There are a, a bunch of these up for sale uh and they are, were you know, people are trying to sell them for a large amount of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And most of the ones, they, apparently they've only sold um, like 20 of them and they've all been for like $25. So the good news good. is <laughs> maybe, maybe NFTs will just eat themselves. Maybe if we just wait long enough, although I keep thinking that about crypto too, and it just keeps getting worse. So... Anyway, NFT corner for this week. Um, I don't know that that dude who posted about all his like GPU warehouse. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he's in the finding out process currently. <laughs> oh, love to see it. Love to see it. I, I swear, every year that goes by, I become like just a little more like. Uh, cabin in Montana is not bad. Well, I mean, like that, and then I'm like, you know, like what's 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 uh what's the what's the middle one? You know, when you have an alignment chart, um, you know, like you know, chaotic neutral. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm like maybe maybe that's maybe that's a little bit right. <laughs> maybe some of this stuff just should be fixed with fire. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are the pro- prices on ammonium nitrate currently? Oh Jesus. 
Anyway, um, good news. Uh, Vodio, which is a video game developer I've never heard of, but that does not make this any less important, is uh, the first video game in North America to actually have its, to, to unionize and have that union recognized by leadership at its company. Um, the, the leadership of the company actually voluntarily recognized it. There wasn't any you know, stupid stuff. They actually just said, yeah. So they are currently uh, organized under the Communication Workers of America. Um, just they, they just released their first game earlier this year. It's called Beast Breaker. It is a turn-based RPG with pinball physics. It actually sounds all right. Like, I might have actually played that game now that I think about it. I, I played a turn-based... No, I didn't play a turn-based RPG, but that sounds that sounds like it can be something up my, my alley. I do like pinball physics. So uh, it, it is actually the the first, uh, first one in the U.S., though, which is actually really cool. And I think I've said this in the past, but the only way that the video game industry is going to get better is probably a combination of sweet, sweet cleansing fire and uh, unions. And that goes for a lot of other industries too like i think uh like my this industry looks fun. yeah it does look it looks it looks all right right so i yeah. think uh, uh you know they they said they're not organizing because there's some big scary boss like bobby kotick or someone they're organizing because they care so much about the work they do and they want more of a say over how it's done the conditions in which they work to actually make those games that they care about and i think that that is like if, if everyone had that possibility in their job like there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that it's the only way labor in the united states is ever gonna get better so good job vodio and i'll check out your pinball game too all right questions uh we do not have one from Vinny this week that is probably honestly far more my fault than it is his fault uh, i did not ask him about it until about uh 20 minutes ago <laughs> and the guy is busy he's going to school he's got a job like i can't fault him so uh question first question uh dylan do you just want to say something about Vinny in a voice, maybe? I, I don't, I don't hey, know. Hey, Vinny. Yeah, good enough. Vinny, have a wonderful Christmas. That's what I'm going to say. Merry uh, Vinmas. <laughs> Merry Vinmas. Uh, Monotone Screaming says, what are your thoughts on new movies coming out? Um, the only <laughs> movie that I know about that is coming out right now is uh, the new Spider-Man movie, and I really, 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 really want to see it. Is that three release? Because that's how much I want to see it. I kind of want to see the new Ghostbusters too. Yeah, I hear it's great. So, and I loved, I loved the first two in that series. Thought they were both great. So maybe I'll watch, uh, maybe I'll watch them this weekend and then go see it next week. So, how about you guys? Anything you're you're excited to see? Um, movie wise, no. That's okay. That's fine. That's all right. Um, other than I. The Spider-Man movie is probably pretty good. Huh. That's not really my thing. Um, it's all right, man. But it doesn't have to be. Witcher season two and the Expanse season six just released oh. on Friday. So my wife has not seen the Witcher season one, so I think I'm going to make her watch all of season one so we can watch season two. That's a good plan. Yeah. Um, I just watched a really bad Christmas movie that was filmed like 45 minutes from Colby's house. The entire thing was filmed in Heber and Midway, Utah. It was called. Hmm. Christmas with Colby. It was called Christmas with Colby. Mistletoe, something. It's on Netflix. Mistle Whoa. It stars all three of the Lawrence brothers. Oh, yeah. Whoa. It was. It was uh, not terrific. Amazing. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Let me see it what. Was let me, awesome. Let me see what it was called. Joey Lawrence was in it, and it was called. 
mistletoe mix-up, which, you know, stars, stars a bunch of Utah actors and um, the Lawrence Brothers. You can watch it for free on Prime Video. I don't think I will. I would. What? I would not actually. <laughs> it, and you watched a far. Uh, you watched a far better movie. Which movie did I watch? Uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, so right. I I try and keep my my two podcasts. That's not true. This isn't even sort of true. I was going to lie, <laughs> but uh, I do a Christmas podcast called We're So Xmas. Um, we do an episode every day for the first through the 26th of uh, Christmas. And uh, my co-host, unfortunately, got the flu. Uh, so she's real sick. So she hasn't actually been able to do the last three episodes with me. So uh, let's see. The episode that came out yesterday. So I think the the, tw- the episode uh, from December 20th was Colby and I talking for 45 minutes about the Star Wars Christmas special, which I have to assume was very strange for people that actually listen to that podcast. Like it doesn't have a huge listenership, but I mean, there are definitely people that listen to it. Um, and normally it's like a eight to 12 minute podcast where <laughs> we like, talk. This is going to be five to 10 minutes long. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> it's, I can't talk about the Star Wars holiday special in 10 minutes. Clip. It's normally like an eight to 12 minute podcast where we talk about like fun Christmas gifts or, you know, fun Christmas movies or, you know, fun Christmas traditions. And then Colby and I are like, all right, we're going to break this down. It's a 45 minute podcast on this really obscure movie that you only way to watch is a bootleg copy that's available on YouTube. Um, but I think I, no one has said bad things about it which I, I must assume means that they only had good things to say that's how the internet works so yeah. uh that that was a terrific movie go to uh we're so xmas.podbean.com and you can catch it there or just search for uh we're so xmas on spotify and check that out so i, I don't know if you like this podcast maybe you like that one who knows or at least that episode of that one uh any, any other movies you want to see call uh no, like I haven't seen a movie since uh, the third Star Wars movie. Oh, in the theater. it's been a while. Yeah, I don't really go to the theater that much. Yeah, I don't. I I, I used to when I had a list, but I don't know. Movie theaters make me kind of nervous now. Yeah, <laughs> I went and saw something right before we moved, but I don't. I don't even remember what it was. It was a good movie, but I, I don't. Oh, uh, that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's in a video game. Yeah, it was pretty new, right. The new guy or whatever. So I I uh, I, I don't know like. I've never been someone who's like, I need to see a movie in the theater. Like, there are movies that I definitely go like, man, I wish I'd seen that in the theater, but I don't know. Like, I got a giant TV. Like, I can just sit in a recliner, yeah. and it's great. A When I had AMC A-List, um, I very much enjoyed the experience of going to a movie, but we didn't do, like, the traditional movie experience either. Like, we often went to the, like... 10 30 a.m showing on a sunday and so we got the heated you know reclining recliners um but it would be like me and my wife and kid and like three other people in a 50 seat movie theater so it wasn't significantly different than watching it at home so i went to see sicario 2 not a great movie not bad but not nearly as good as the first one sure um in the theater and uh i bought a ticket and i'm like that ticket was like not more expensive than i thought it should be but like Maybe two or three dollars more than I thought it was going to be. And I get there, and they're like, oh, you're in the VIP, like, um, theater? And I'm like, what is a VIP theater? (laughs) And, like, like, literally, I sit down, the seats are heated, and, like, vibrate, and someone comes to us like, do you want a blanket? And I'm like, (laughs) from a movie theater? God, no. 
Um, so and they're like, "Would you like a menu?" I'm like, "No, I don't." What is this? Like, are you going to be here throughout the movie? Like, I don't want like someone like leave me alone. Your, can I freshen your drink, sir? I'm like, no, I. I'm watching Sicario too. Like, I do kind of wish know. there was someone here who could just like bring me more drink and more popcorn. That'd be fine. Um, yeah, apparently, for like two bucks more, there can be clips, and you can get yourself some sort of blanket that is infested with fleas. I don't know. So the, I got Lyme disease from the theater. I don't know. The closest, uh, the closest theater to my my new house, um, makes a big deal about being the only theater in Florida, I believe, that has day beds. That you can sit Dude, in, my goodness. and I'm and I'm like, so there are two things that I know here. One is <laughs> I will go see this movie and just immediately fall asleep, <laughs> like that. Right. But also, I really don't know how I feel about going to a movie theater and sitting in something that at some point <laughs> someone else has had sex in, because there's zero Guaranteed. chance that when you put a day bed into a dark movie theater that someone hasn't at least given that a shot. Um, and I don't. I mean, I saw some action during Detective Pikachu, and that was not on a date. <laughs> I forgot so. about that. <laughs> yeah. So I just like the way that Dylan phrased that because it made it sound like he got a handy in the back of like Detective Pikachu. <laughs> no, it was. And the, I the guy saw some action. Me. The awkward we the... part was is that I saw Detective Pikachu with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Cliff, Cliff just like leans over, like, "Hey, hey, you want to?" And Dylan's like, eh, "Sure, I guess. whatever." <laughs> like, it's dark; I won't see you, so I can just pretend it's anyone. Uh, I'm like, "Have you ever listened to that Alanis Morissette song?" <laughs> <laughs> and Dylan was like, "I was two when that came out." I, True, man. I <laughs> it, who is Dave Coulier? I don't remember why we were talking about Alanis Morissette the other day, but I said something about Alanis Morissette, and my kid's like, what? And I'm like, Alanis Morissette. Like, she was huge in the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, she had, like, the first number one CD as a Can- Canadian. I, I don't know. It uh, it was not... Uh, it, it didn't go great. It was it was disappointing. So, anyway, um, I guess if you are near me, come and, and let me know how the, the day beds are in the movie theater because I will not <laughs> be... <laughs> I will not be experiencing those. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, Prime Fan wants to know... This is a, a interesting question. Which system was better, the Xbox 360 or the PS2? And that's an interesting question because those are not of the same generation. <laughs> um, However, I kind of agree with the question because right? to me, I would probably pick those as probably two of the best consoles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I I guess I would say for me, um, I was not... Like, I played my PS2 more than I played my PS3, but I played my Xbox 360 way more than I played my PS2. So, I I don't know. I've always been kind of a, an Xbox fanboy. So, I, I guess I'm going to go with the 360. How about you, Dylan? I think the Xbox 360 might be, like, the greatest console of all time. It was real good. Just for the sheer number of, like, fantastic games and stuff. Um, it also had, I think, the... While I love the Duke... I think the Xbox 360 kind of oh yeah Nearly was heading down controller. the direction of like the best controller 
and that was the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely agreed. It was the start of like the dashboard versus the dumb Sony X bar nonsense, like whatever that hubbub is. Yeah, you know. So I I think too, it was probably the last system that there was a huge jump in like fidelity. Right. Um, that will never happen again. Yeah, not that there wasn't a big deal between the 360 and the Xbox One, or even the Xbox One and the Series X. But to me, it's been it, like way more iterative it's since not then. The same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the jump to to like full HD was not as big as the jump to 4K. Um, it, it's just not. I mean, like there are people that will tell me I'm wrong, and that's fine. Um, but the difference between 1080 and 4K is just not that big. Um, mm-hmm. The difference from standard definition to to uh, to 1080 is freaking massive, or even 720. How about yeah, you, Cole? 720, uh, 360. Yeah, I, I like I have a PlayStation 2, but I bought it like 10 years after PlayStation 2 was big, so I never even really played it. That's funny. Um, so I mean, I uh, I, I, I got mine. I for don't f- like that entire like I don't know deck like generation yeah, yeah, of yeah. gaming. Like I. It was really good at the time, but I can't go back no, to it. Yeah. Whereas, like the 360, I can easily go back yeah, to. Yeah, do all the year. time. Yeah, um, I, I I got my PS2 for free, but it was at like what cost? Because I traded in my PS1 and 10 games to get it for free, but then because it was from Dylan and the Detective Pikachu showing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I, I left my Super Puzzle Fighter to Turbo in the the thing, and they stole it. Those bastards. So, whatever. Uh, what is the best PC game? What is by far the best game for the PC? It really sounds like he was going to tell me, but but not. I, I don't know. What's your favorite PC game, Dylan? Um, well, this weekend, I was really trying to convince my buddy that he should get Deep Rock Galactic because it's the Game's only good. 11 out of 10. I don't, I don't know if it's the only one, but it's, it's pretty oh, good. It's the only 11 it's, out of 10. It's pretty good. Greatest game of all time. Yeah. Um... I would say uh, probably one of my favorite PC only games is Valorant. I really, I really enjoy Valorant a lot. So, um, and Colby, you don't have a PC, but um, but I played stuff. Yeah, what, what's, I mean, what's your like favorite TFC? And I mean, I guess well, no, Counter Strike Source was only on PC, but um, Star Wars Galaxies is really good. But if we're gonna yeah. go with like video games, what is it? Anachronics. Anachronics, is- yeah. Is that what it is? Anachronics. I love that game. I have no idea if it holds up. I don't know anything about it, but, like, I love that game. Yeah, that was... Anachronics was really good. Uh, So I'm going to go with Anachronics. Good call. Good call. Good call. Uh, Princess Megan says, What video game would you like Santa to leave under your tree this year? Is there any... Like, I didn't actually ask for... Like, I normally do ask for video games, but I've been on such a, like, not being that interested in AAA games rut that... I'm not asking for anything this year. Well, you're going to get a not triple A game from me this year. So Uh, that's fine. You're also getting a not triple A game from me this year. Hmm. Is it disco Elysium? Shit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're going to force me to play disco. Surprised. So that that, uh, you have someone to talk to about disco. Absolutely. I am, but you'll love it maybe. And if not, like at least you don't have to pay for it. Right. Should we should we hear what my phone just translated that and tried to send as a text? Yes. <laughs> so it said, "Well, you're not you're 
well, you're going to get a not AAA game for me this year. Song is a Disco Lycium Cerveza. Do you have someone to talk to about Disco Elysium? <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything... Uh, I, I'll be honest. Between moving and being very busy for the last three months, I have like 45 games in my Game Pass backlog um, that I haven't played. So I, I didn't... You, I, you still haven't played uh, Stories Untold and I bought you. I have not played uh, Stories Untold. I still haven't uh, finished Death's Door. Um, well, you gave me a third game too and I don't remember a fourth game. Oh, uh, yeah. I gave you the one that I never beat because I got playing something else. Uh, Homefront? Yeah, and I, I, haven't, I haven't even started that. So like... Homefront was good. So many games. So many games. So little time. How about you, Dylan? You asking for any... You asked for any video games for Christmas? I'd love a second copy of deep rock galactic grace game you can just time. lend it out to people <laughs> that's funny i think from christmas i'm gonna buy myself enough copies to give to all my friends yeah that's awesome that's that's what i did with uh, the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford <laughs> cool. so i'm like i want someone to talk to you about this movie right. cool. no one anyone who expresses any interest in that weird cowboy like, that movie. sounds good i'm like Okay, I just bought it for you on Amazon. They're like, thanks? <laughs> and it's not like you can optionally watch that. Colby will bother you until... <laughs> like, it's a three-hour movie. It's a slow burn. Have fun. I I would highly... Re- if you've never seen that movie, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, is that right? It's yeah. a very long title, too. Um, you should watch that movie because it's really good. It's got probably some of the best cinematography I've ever seen, but it's also just a great movie. But you have to watch it and then watch the Yogi Bear version of it because the Yogi Bear version of it is like a frame for frame, like retelling of the Pretty last of, of one of the scenes. Yeah, like the last five minutes of the movie. It's uh, actually not, isn't it? but that's okay. No, it's like the the end of the movie though. Isn't it? No, there's like a half hour. There's probably like that movie's so long it goes on forever. (laughs) Um, But it's it's like a frame for frame redoing of it, and I don't understand why it exists at all. Hey, boo boo. Does this uh, picture look a little dusty? It's so weird. It's so weird. But it's it's worth watching a three hour movie that's very very good. I mean, it was nominated for an Oscar that year. It it probably should have won. it was going up against uh, No Country for Old Men and There, and will, be there will Be Blood. Yeah, it was a good year for movies. No way. And Michael Clayton. Yeah, good good year. Um, anyway, worth it. Worth it. Um, what we were talking about, how did we get there? <laughs> oh, it was what? what Colt- Deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic. There you Greatest go. Greatest game of all time. Greatest game of all play. Uh, cheap free games. Um, there's an epic game being given away every day. Um, I missed like the first three of them, but they weren't anything that I hadn't already played. So that was fine. Uh, today's was, I don't know, yesterday was Loop Hero and today was... I want Loop Hero so bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what today's was. I've been trying to post Get them on, on the Switch. Facebook. Uh, when I remember, so just, just I think they're, I think I heard they're giving away for 16 days, so I think it's actually through the end of the year, not through Christmas. So there's still like, I don't know, nine or ten left. So just go to Epic Games every day about ten, and there's there's a new game they give away. So get get that. I just can't tell you what they are. Um, game Pass. Just as a reminder, um, this week I believe. Well, I guess technically last week, but. Like, within a week. Uh, Aliens, Fireteam, Elite, Among Us, The Gunk, uh, uh, Ben 10, Power Trip, Broken Age, Firewatch, uh, Lake, Mortal Kombat 11, Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, Save Adventure Bay, Race with Ryan, Record of Lodos War, colon, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth. So, yes. about that game. Yeah, yeah. 
horrible name, apparently phenomenal game. Interesting. Um, it's it's based on a anime, yeah, which is why it has that really stupid name. Um, but it was early access on computer, and I've heard people who have played it said like, "Oh no, this is like a game of the year kind of thing." It's a a Metroidvania, but like way more like Symphony of the Night. Oh, interesting. Than anything, and it's supposed to be very very Give good. Give it a look. Uh, Transformer Battlegrounds. Um, all of those came out since the 14th. So, yeah. you know, just a few games on Game Pass, just a handful of games. Uh, the Anacrusis is a four-player co-op first-person shooter set aboard a 1960-esque starship. It is coming out day and date on January 13th, and Total War Warhammer 3 comes out February 7th on PC. Uh, Nintendo Online just announced the release of five new Genesis games coming to... Rise from your grave. <laughs> that was Colby... Doing a impersonation of Altered Beast or um, oh man, who did you sound like? That's uh, it's it's pretty much my Doctor Wiwi <laughs> voice too. It, but I've already made that joke once in this. It kind of reminded so. me of um the 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 cardinal or the priest from the Princess Bride. <laughs> Mowage. <Mal-ish. laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, Altered Beast, Toad Jam and Earl, Dynamite Heady, Sword of Vermilion, and Thunder Force 2 will be added to the Nintendo Online catalog. Um, now, that's the only place you can play Altered Beast, right? I believe that is the okay. only place. You know, Altered Beast is... I'm going to go sign up for Nintendo Online. Altered Beast is an interesting game because they released like nine different versions of it. Like the NES, the Super NES, the Genesis. Um, it was on Mega Drive. Mega Drive. I think it was the on- Mega Drive version is bad. Yeah. I think there was even a, like a, a Game Boy, maybe a Game Boy Color. Oh, probably yeah. it's, it's on every system, but it's interesting because they're all different. Like they're all yeah. like the, the gameplay is the same, but like the graphics and the, the way you interact with it are completely different based on, on the different versions of it. So I don't know. Altered Beast was one of those games that I used to really enjoy playing at like, I don't think people today realize how weird arcade games were in like the late eighties, early nineties, where you might go to like a taco time, which I guess taco time's regional, but like, just imagine taco bell. With, You'd go to a noggle. Yeah, just, just, just imagine a taco bell with better food. And that's what taco time is. Um, and there'd be a, an arcade game. Oh, a Del Taco. Yeah. A Del Taco. <laughs> there'd be like a, an arcade game or two inside of it for no reason. Or like, I remember we like like Pizza Pizza Hut. Hut had arcade games. Like we, you know, the laundromat had uh-huh. video games. Like Fred Meyer, like or Kroger had video games. Um, and just like two, you know, yeah. and and they'd be the same for a while, and then they'd change them out. But they were kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, like places where you see claw machines now yeah. would always have a an arcade machine. And you know they were. I think I think what really changed is when video games went from costing a quarter to costing like seventy five cents or a, <laughs> a dollar. Um, and and they just you know they got bigger and more elaborate. And so you know I could talk my parents into letting me have a quarter while they checked out you know at the grocery store. But getting a dollar in quarters was kind of probably not going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was a different time. That's what I would say. It was usually I say that when someone says something real racist, but this this was a different time for our, <laughs> when you're talking about grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was different a different, different time. time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Anyway, I think that's us for this week. Uh, have a lovely, lovely 
winter holiday, depending on what you celebrate. Enjoy your winter solstice. Today is Happy today. Easter, everybody. Exactly. Today is winter solstice, so the days are going to start getting longer, which is nice. Um, Happy Life Day. If you sell, that was Thanksgiving call. Whatever. Yeah. If you celebrate Christmas, have a lovely Thanksgiving Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, <laughs> thanks Christmas. Thanks Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, have a lovely Saturday. Um, Ramadan, uh, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is on the twenty sixth. Uh, Hanukkah's over. Hanukkah was I like believe. a month ago. Um, enjoy at the CVS. I just got my booster from. They still had like Hanukkah stuff out. I'm like, I think you guys. You might have might have missed that one. Well, it started on like though Thanksgiving. That being said. I did consider buying the chocolate menorah. To eat, so <laughs> seems weirdly sacrilegious, but I don't know. I actually own two menorahs for some reason. Um, they're both very nice. Brooke just likes them, so it's fine. Um, I think it's some sort of weird cultural appropriation now, but I, I don't know. We don't like light them or anything, but you know, whatever. Anyway, enjoy your holiday. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, on, let's see, next episode, which will be out on the 30th, uh, we're going to do our Game of the Year episode. Colby has narrowed it down to 15 games, I believe. It was 18 games, Cliff. <laughs> it was 15 originally because I forgot about three games. <laughs> so wait, you narrowed it down to 15 and then it got longer? Yes, that's how narrowing down works. <sighs> anyway, we're going to talk about our, our game of the year uh, next week. Uh, we'll also probably talk about, I guess, video games coming out in the new year, which seems, I don't know, those Woo! didn't line up quite as well as you'd normally think, but whatever, it'll be fine. Uh, good times to be had. So we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com, which I felt a little judged about today. It's it's not it's not anyone's fault. I, maybe over the holidays I'll make it better. I don't know. How do you make a podcast website better? It has our episodes. What else do you need? So I think the funny thing is, is I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like a lot of Yeah, podcasts. most of them don't even have websites. I have, I have literally never been to a podcast that I listens to website. Yeah, I, it's just there. I, I own the domain. It seems like, you know, I, I, we get traffic. People go to it. Not a lot, but enough. So, I don't know. It seems like the thing to do. Anyway, you can find this on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. Maybe I'll post something on Instagram this year. If I do it for the game of the year, it'll actually be a year since I've posted on Instagram. But I like to keep it around just because, you know. Do you think we should have a TikTok? Yes. Dylan says, and I think Dylan should. says no. I think, I think Dylan as the only zennial. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, zennials are what Dylan's I. Dylan's a millennial. Is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's a late millennial, like I'm a late Gen Xer. No, much. no, you're. I know. I am a. I'm a. You're full on millennial, right? I yeah. am. Well, I like. That yeah, case. and I do too. Actually, like I, I'm like I'm a really young Gen Xer or a really old millennial. Oh. I kind of fall in that weird that like 77 to like 82, 83 is such a transitionary period. Like it's weird that you and Dylan are the same generation. Doesn't uh -huh. make any sense at all. Yeah. Hey, Dylan, do you remember a time without cell phones? Yeah. Do you remember a time without internet? Is it because you lived in a weird like <laughs> middle of nowhere that didn't have internet? <laughs> I like how Are he could sure? be talking, but he's not. <laughs> Dylan's just nodding. Oh, he unplugged his he unplugged his microphone. <laughs> it's all good. He can hear us, but we can't hear him. It's like I don't. 
Is that what Cliff did to you in the Detective Pikachu it's all, theater? It's all good. It's all good. There were two of them? <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I don't remember what we were talking about. I actually watch a lot of TikToks, so yeah, whatever. God, I don't. Every time I watch a TikTok, I'm like, just burn it all down. Where's Ted Kaczynski? I, I think the, the, uh, the, the secret to TikTok is you have to do it enough to get a, a, like a good curated feed. My, my, my feed See, and I get reels. Uh, on Facebook, and those are like the worst things ever. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, I probably won't start a TikTok. Um, that seems like a lot of work, to be honest. I can't post on Facebook. I don't think I'm going to be making videos on TikTok. Uh, Patreon.com slash doing dances. <laughs> I'm going to do all the... I, I was going to... I actually thought about making a TikTok for my... Uh, for my Christmas podcast and just doing like facts about Christmas songs. Cause I kind of enjoy that stuff. I don't know if anyone else does, but whatever, I don't care. Um, paid fact. This song used to be racist <laughs> and it's just about all of them. <laughs> I have watched white Christmas like six times in the last week. Um, and that movie's got some real problems. I was teaching my kids. She's like, how do you do any mini miny mo? And I'm like, Oh, you do it this way. And then I took a second. I'm like, Bet you this has a racist past to it. And within three seconds, I'm like, it, yeah, it, it, it does. It used to be Tiger, Call tell you that. It was not it was Tiger. Not tiger. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. Extra Life. Uh, BiteMePodcast.com slash Extra Life. Join our Discord at BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. I, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Dylan's holding a giant cat, and I love it. That's enough. Dylan can't say Bite Me because his audio. Yeah. That was alternatingly sexy and threatening. <laughs> That's uh, kind of how I roll. Fair enough. Fight me.